Say this song slaps. Feeling blessed, never stressed. Got that sunshine on my Sunday best. Yeah, hey, every day can be a better day despite the challenge. All you gotta do is leave it better than you found it. Zella it's Wayne? gonna get difficult to stand, but hold your balance. I just say, I just assume every whiny black guy is no if that guy's even black, could I don't be Drake even know. too. Yeah, what do you mean? Isn't he? Isn't he black? Drake? He's like half. Was that little Dicky? It's something called surfaces. <sighs> Who the fuck knows? The problem is every black guy that raps now sounds like whiny little Wayne. That's what I meant. I don't, and I don't mean like every I black guy sounds like like every every like YouTube, every song um, is auto tuned. Practice. Yeah, every every fucking yeah. hip hop artist now, whether it doesn't matter what color they are, they I mean, all sound like honest, whiny bitches. That opening song could have been a lot worse. Oh, could it, for sure. Oh, 100%. I didn't mind it until the verse came on. Yeah, the beat was all right. It was nice It was nice hearing that thick fucking bass come in. How did the level sound in your headphones there, Gerald? Oh, you okay? They sound amazing. Great. Yeah, because I can turn that up a little bit more if you need a, if you need well, a little I mean, pee. you know what I do when I was on those TVs. I just put, I go like this. Yeah, well, we'll fix that. <laughs> we'll fucking pin you down and hold them. Hi, guys. This is uh, Three Dudes and Cold Brews podcast presents Songs to Sip To. I think it's like 30 fucking one, two, three, something like that. 32. It's 32. Uh, episode 32 of Songs to Sip To. We are here to give your ears a good... Raping. You got it. Worse. Scary. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to jump in there. I'm Eddie Vegas. And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Falcon. And I am Ray, other known as Dobby. And I'm... So... <laughs> we'll get into his half review of that when, uh, when we up later on but yeah, eyebrows connect gary they don't but they should. dude you see my fucking eyebrow can there? we please cut a z into the side of your head i have the, caterpillars in before my the end eyebrow. of the summer a, a z yeah we'll cut, just I, I'll, I'll tell you what if i'm out of work another month i'll let you guys on the podcast cut a z in my head i would fucking love it i love that so much yes in your hair yeah, like Zeus. All right. Yeah, Zeus. Is I was like, like I don't want to fucking. And that's all. But I mean, head in my you already mouth. got an O on top. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, dog. Uh, but what's dope about it is it's not like it's cut out and there's skin showing. It the Z is the hair and everything else is buzzed. Mm-hmm. So that's what's amazing about it. You should just do Zorro on the side of. I'm gonna have to actually have a fucking professional come in and do that because there's no way any of us fucking <laughs> idiots are gonna be able to do there's that. There's no way you're gonna do that. <laughs> to your head. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, we will. It's, it's as simple as just buzzing the rest of your hair off. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but you're going to have somebody come here and do it. I have many of people that will do that. Trust many? me. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. To fucking shave a Z in the side of your head? That's not hard. Dog, <laughs> we both got a lot of enemies, man. <laughs> it's not hard to find somebody that'll... I don't know what you're talking about. With. I'm well-loved. True, me and you both. All right. So we're going to kick this one right off. We're going to get into it. Uh... I think I'll go first just to get it out of the way because the connection things, and then from there it's, it's live and loud. So hopefully everybody enjoys this. You're going to hear three lovely songs and us talk about them, and then three more lovely songs and then us talk about them, and possibly three more other songs, and then maybe we'll talk about those. Maybe. And in between there, we might talk some shit 
have some fun, laugh a little bit, hear about how Gary can't say anything, and how we put his face on Zombie Hitler. We'll see you after these three songs. Should I? Uh... I would just because, yeah, okay. just only because I want to.
somebody over there uh whoever wants to go first yeah right all right i put a good bassy intro very 80s sounding uh completely didn't expect the vocals behind the music uh works in a weird way like the background synth belongs in a low budget horror movie i gave it a 2.75 for cheesy 80s effect awesome Go ahead, Gary. Just go down the, the, the rabbit hole there. Uh, this had so much potential. Opening punk chords, great beat, nice intro, then the vocals hit. 
Vocals really didn't fit, seemed way too jokey, went on way too long. I will give it a 1.5. That's a fair score. At the average. That's that's not bad. So you you didn't hate the music, just the vocals threw you. I was expecting more, but I yeah. uh, I picked up on the uh, the horror movie, especially because they kept saying Nightmare. Yeah. So like, if I was going to make a fan-made fucking Freddy Krueger movie, that would be the song that I would play during the credits. Mm. I, I See? You're starting to get it. Listen. I've been completely honest with my scores lately. I like that. It's good. Especially because you're an outsider to that kind of thing. You have 39 like songs on your fucking... And none of them are mine. So that's that's what's amazing about it. Uh, Go ahead, Steve. A little post-punk. Well, okay, maybe not vocally. I swear every post-punk song has the same drum beat. The vocals kind of take away the dreamy vibe post-punk usually provides, which I'm missing a bit here. Overstated's welcome a bit, but not bad. Dropped from a 2.5 to a 2.3. Okay. I understand uh, the length. The length of that song does get a little long. They probably could cut off the the last third of that song. Like yeah. after the, um, it's too repetitive to be that long. I agree. I think it's because it's a one man band. Oh, it's really? one guy that does all the music and vocals, and then live they do. They're like a band. Um, the rest of the album, not everything is that long. Some of the songs are six minutes. Some of the songs are three minutes. They're all like that though. They're all that post punk like gothic rock sound, mm-hmm. but with those ridiculous fucking like. That's why I like it because I've never heard. I've never heard that mix before. Like, that's a fucking... Mm. Like, I've heard the line kind of get blurred, but never that ridiculous. And that song stands out the most because when the vocals kick in, they're so fucking up front. Like, every other song, like, when they kick in, you're like, oh, that's different. Okay, I like it. That song fucking punches mm. you in the face with it, and I got the reaction I was hoping for because when I listened to this album for the first time the other night, that's exactly what I did. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, it, it took me a second. You uh, just made me change my picks. Oh, all right, Interesting. I guess that I would. I'm gonna take that as a good thing because I like when that happens when it swings the pendulum a little bit. Mm. Uh, this is a band I found literally three days ago, called Cursed Moon or Cursed Moon. Oh yeah, okay, I know who. It I'm is. sure you've heard of them. Yeah. Uh, this album is called Right of Darkness. It's their only album. Um, that song was called Nightmare. Uh, this album is fucking awesome. Previous to Midnight uh, going to Metal Blade, they were on the same label as Cursed okay. Moon. Okay. Hell's Headbangers, yes. whatever. Yep. yep. Uh, which this made me follow Hell's Headbangers on Instagram now. And so much fucking cool shit in that. And they have a, a, a warehouse that sells vinyl today. They have fucking thousands and thousands of records. I saw. I was very. <laughs> I saw their catalog and I was like, oh my fucking God, this is going to be yeah. amazing. And it's all shit like this. So yeah. I just thought it was cool. Found it the other night. Really was dying to fucking play it. Um, I would 100% say go check out the album. Because you'll find stuff on there that you like more than this song. That song just had that opening fucking like. Sneaky boy punch in there that I, I really wanted to hit everybody with. So, cool. Uh, go ahead, Ray, for the second pick. Uh, good upbeat thrash, mass suicide, swallow your poison. Uh, like the vocals and midsection was catchy. Drums towards the end are pretty good too. Another mosh riff at the end uh, that picked it up to a two point seven five. I feel I would have given it a three if there was a little bit more lead. Overall, good song though. Ray, gotta stop tapping the table. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <clears throat> All right, I put seems more of an Ed style than the first one. I really enjoy listening to music a lot more with the headphones because I'm not getting punched in the face with this heavy diarrhea. I will give it a one. Okay. <laughs> uh, Wait, you enjoy listening to them in the headphones? More so than when you listen you'd to play it, it on the stereo. Oh, geez, I forgot that we ever did that. To <laughs> tell you the truth. Because that is just like... It surrounds you. This yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. This, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Well, and we all like different... We all like different sound too. So yeah. like it's as far as like what we like enjoy as far as listening quality. 
So when you do it on that, there's no getting away from it. Like you're yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. we're all dealing with the same thing, yeah. you know. So it's just, which is a good thing in some cases, but some cases it wasn't. Gary's also listening on twenty dollar headphones, so probably. Yeah, if you, if you had if you had our headphones, I don't any one of our headphones. I don't know if you did. Yeah, but either way, you look, might like enjoy yeah, more. I can always just go like this. So if sure. I had yeah, really true. good headphones, like I'm not getting completely fucking mm. ass raped. Maybe we should go back to playing it on the radio. Maybe I'll... OG show? Gary does love that rape. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead, uh, Steve. Uh, love that bass, some Dirty Thrash crossover. Love the first bridge section. Simple and catchy. I imagine this kills live. Uh, vocals are just right in terms of forwardness. Second bridge into the breakdown is also tremendous. Definitely a pit start alive. I gave it a three. Awesome. I uh, also found this the other night. Um, I... Nothing has been coming up. Like, where you last week were like, oh, my God, my fucking new release radar is amazing. Dead. Yep. Nothing. Nothing for the past two weeks has come out. I have zero, like, that I want to I was like to. that for, like, a month. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's never been this dead for me. Um, so I took it upon myself and just went fucking deep diving the other night. When I sent that that Rope Sex song, mm-hmm. I was all fucking night long. That's all I did was listen to music. This is a band called Bastardizer. Uh, I believe they're from Australia. Um, this is from their 2018 album called Dawn of Domination. I listened to this. This is their second album. They have. I found them because they're on a split EP with Wraith, who I played before. I that actually played for me the other day. Now that I think about it, it was it's called Speed Kills. The Wraith side played when I looked at the cover. I remember seeing Bastardizer on the, yeah. on the cover. He said Wraith, not the Wraith, so don't yeah. get too excited. I also didn't say Trust Wraith. Me, I, I said Wraith. Wraith. He also didn't say Rape, so be careful there. Wraith. I thought that's where you were going. Yeah, that's where I thought you were <laughs> no, going. No, I, I was going down the juggle. Or that one of a movie Wraith, or the Wraith, rather. With this no, that's a fucking, car. that's a good movie. And that chick is too fine. Oh, good dude. She's like, too fine. dude, well, I, met her, I met her last year, dude. Still hot. She's st- she old? She dude. Matter. Dude. Matter. dude. She was in a movie? And fucking, and she got a butt. And back then, like girls didn't have butts like that. She was in a movie and she was all naked in it. And if you frame it, it's all over the internet. You you frame it right, you can see her butthole. <laughs> okay. The now, did you discover this on your own doing the, the pause method or no no no, no. Okay. I I just typed it's her a thing. I Google yeah, yeah I Google because okay. like, there's Not a whole like one of those gifts on Facebook that you have to keep on pressing the screen until you get the bubble well, just right. Well, there's a whole section of shit of like movies. That you can like, you just Google it, and it's like, oh, nine celebrities who've shown butthole in movies. Oh yeah. So I was, I'm like, like what? Yeah. Do you I'm, know online? No, I know because I used to listen to Kevin Smith's podcast all the time. Yeah. And he used to have a thing called Anne H's butthole. Yeah. Because in the remake of um, f- uh, fucking Psycho, uh, Psycho yeah. There's like uh, she, I think, plays the Janet Lee scene. Yeah. So there's one point where like she's getting killed in the shower, and like she sprawls out and she's like almost in like a doggy position and you can see her complete brown out. All right. Who would have fucking thought? There you go. We learned something new today. Bastardizer, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Found this band. Listened to this album twice today while I was driving around. This is a great summer album because it's just pure thrash rock uh, and you, there are some songs with like way more lead on it. Mm. This song just caught my ear because I like all the fucking changes. Like the, the very end is what sold me on playing this song over a couple other ones. Because there's a couple songs in here I almost played. They have a song called Whiskey Till Death that's fucking awesome. That should be a song we just play as a fucking opening track sometime. Um, Hellions of, uh, of the Oath is great. Midnight in Hell was fucking awesome. There's a, this album is fucking awesome. Um, so definitely check this out. Cool. Uh, go ahead, Ray, with the third song. Uh, the play on vocalist reminded me of The Devil's Twins. Probably isn't. Catchy tune as well. Has a black keys feel to it. Didn't have too much notes. I gave it a two and a quarter. Cool. Go ahead, Gary. 
Ray is a dirty piece of shit. <laughs> he farts and look, looks around for encouragement and accolades. Song seems nice enough. I could see this being a radio hit. It's hard to keep my mind on the song, wondering when the next log of shit is going to skip skip out of Ray's ass. I give the song a 2.5. Hey. Go ahead, Steve. Um, I didn't take a lot of notes on this one because I was in the midst of changing my picks. Some solid rock and roll. I enjoyed the thick bass. Solid vocals. I gave it a 2.2. Cool. This is the Devil Swoons, right? Oh, it is. Yep. It sounds more modern for them. This is their second album. Yeah. Um, it's called this. This is the I. I have this album on CD. It's called uh, Consequences. This album's fucking awesome. The song is called Cold Damn Day, and I think that's a. When we were thinking about doing a summer pick, this was on, on my list for that. Um, because I I, lo- I love this album on a hot summer day for some reason because it's just cool rock and roll. Like mm. you just chill out with a fucking beer in your hand and relax. Um and uh, this song in general is one of my favorite songs when they play that when they play it live. Um, I also love the end of that that ooh, ooh part fucking give, it gives me chills. Ray played something like two weeks ago that had something like that and and that reminded me of this, and I I have been listening to it ever since. So I forgot how good this album was. Um, Massachusetts band I played them once before they added the song with Slain. I played that one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, and they actually don't have a bass player. That's what's crazy. The fucking guitar, the dude who sings. So there's a chick that sings that she just stands there and sings. She's she's oddly attractive. Like she's she's tall and she's like she, I think she's a tattoo artist by trade, and she's got this big wild crazy hair and she's you just gotta see her. Like you don't know what to make it, but she's kind of Amy Winehouse. Yeah, like kind of. There's something about her. Like when she's on stage, she just she's got the best fucking stage presence. She's fucking amazing and she sings phenomenally. She's Four times better live. She's so fucking good, and she she uses a tambourine while she sings and shit. It's fucking amazing. The drummer. Where does that bass sound come from? Ah, so I'm getting there. So the guitarist, who's the the singer. So there's the, that's why the hence the Devil's Twins is the two vocalists. Mm-hmm. He plays guitar, and his his pedal board is hooked up to a guitar amp, like an old tube Fender amp, and a bass amp at the same time. So whatever the fuck he's doing, he's his guitar work is playing bass at the same time. So basically, the bass is he's it's playing his guitar. One, yeah, it's just he's following. It's like the exact same thing, just underlaid under the guitar. Similar, but sometimes he'll hit a button and like it's just bass. Okay. So like it's it's weird the way he can do it because the last time yeah because I, I think them, there was a section in there with just bass. There is, and yeah, when yeah. they do it live, it, like it's he hits like a foot pedal. I think that gets rid of the the. I don't know what his rig is. I've never seen anybody do that before. I know it's an old school sound like thing. It's a thing that comes from like the noir style, mm. but like I've never seen anybody do it live. So it's, it was, it's weird to see it. And the day I finally caught on that that's what was going on was when I just saw them actually Ben and his girlfriend came up with me. They played Ralph's and they, now they have a horn section too. They have one kid who plays a bunch of different horns depending on the song. And then they have one kid that <clears> just <throat> plays straight up saxophone and it adds so much more like this band's already great live. But that added fucking so much. And they play on every song. It's sick. The drummer's fucking phenomenal. Like, this band is... They're so underrated, man. They're, they're so fucking good. They're a live band. Mm. Yep. But live, it's weird. That's how I caught on to the bass thing is because one of his bass head blew. The, his tube blew in his bass head. So one of the opening bands had to give him... Had to lend him a bass I think I remember you telling the story when you went to the show. Yeah. It was... That's... I never... I didn't realize that's what he was doing before. Yeah. I couldn't figure it out because it just, I didn't know if he was playing a, a track, but it didn't seem like he was playing a track. It's its too, they're too live for mm-hmm. that. So it's, you know, just a cool band, man. A cool, cool band, very cool music. So I say give it a, give it a shot. So 
Hopefully everybody enjoyed that. Ray's ready to go, so uh, I say let's just get right into it. Um, I got my volume all the way up. Normalizes off, and uh, whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready, you hit play. You just hit play, dog. You ready? Yep.
Actually, the legumes, but so that means you want to go first. I mean, chair got a nice dry mouth to... <laughs> after the ASMR. Yeah, you know what? I will. Just because Ray likes to do this once in a while when he's wicked fucking messed up, or when Gary's here. Yeah, or when Gary's here. So we're just gonna go for it. I already got it a little cleared out. You're gonna hear a little, little spittle <laughs> once in a while. You're welcome for that ASMR. Ray's first song. Thick double bass and bass open. I like that little fucking meld of the two to open the shit up. Uh, now some screamy vocals. A very dirty thrash black crossover. Uh, I like a lot of what's going on in the background. There's a lot of like highlights going on. My only downfall really is it's so muddy that you can't hear what they're doing. Like they're trying to give you more, but the production really, really muddied up those like synths or whatever that were going on in the background. Still good effort though. Um... Quality just lost me a little bit, but I, I, it's getting its point across. It ended up sticking at a 2.25 only because I was a little let down. That like, I can hear what they're trying to do. I, I liked a lot of what was going on. It had me engaged, but it lost me because it just got a little too fuzzy. It was too like, it was too dirty for the sake of being dirty. But other a very good song just lost me personally a little bit because of production. But I'm happy with the 2.25 on that. Yeah, two and a quarter is yeah. fucking solid, bro. Uh, gang. <clears throat> Right off the bat, boom. Nice theatrical elements in the music. Then the vocals kick in and I tap out. Musically, I thought it was good. Nice spooky elements. I will give it a 1.5. Damn. That's All a right. fair pick. Uh, fair assessment. Yeah, very fair assessment. There you go. Uh, some way in the background symphonics. Way, way in the background. Wish they were a bit higher in the mix. Really like when the riff switches up. The symphonic stuff. 
when everything drops out and it's quiet was a little bit cheesy, whereas the rest of it didn't sound cheesy. Uh, picks back up towards the end into a nice ending uh, riff switch, but I'm with Ed. I wish the symphonics were like. Just I don't want hair. them overpowering. Just like I kind of agree with both of you that they're more. kind of muddled. Just, just just a hair forward just a bit. Or, or something. <clears throat> Two point yeah. three. Cool. Or, so what just a cunt hair. Mm. Yes, exactly. This is Finn Troll. Not many cunts have hair these days. Finn yeah. Troll. Yep. Oh, it's coming back. A lot of porn. Oh, yeah, that's true. A lot yep. of porn stars. This is off Origins Dupe. I thought they were way more uh, folky. Me too. This. Earlier Sounds stuff. Uh, there's a mix of heavy and kind of folk in there. Yeah. But uh, this album's more on the heavier side. I used to make fun of Ray for listening to fun. I mean, just the name sounds like it yeah. would be like, yeah. folky. Yeah. I for sure thought that they were going to have more flutes. <laughs> yeah. And pan whistles. <laughs> yep, for sure. Or pan flutes, rather. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's okay. I thought you were going to pick up on that little polka-esque type of thing in the middle. I couldn't pick up I, much. I think that's what I was hearing when it quieted down. Though I thought it was kind of cheesy. Yeah. My, my issue with they it was... They do have a lot of that kind of like weirdness in their shit. Yep. Yeah. That that real dirt, like I sometimes <clears throat> it's okay, sometimes it's not with what this band is trying to do. They're trying to make something cl- like clearer and they they just muddied it up a little too much. That's all. So, it is what it is. It's cool. Um, Second right. pick. Ha ha ha. Song just goes for the throat right away. The ah part made me laugh. <laughs> and now it's a 90s hip-hop beat? Question mark? Exclamation point? Uh, this is fucking bonkers. This thing is so all over the place. Uh, it's honestly just very silly. Um, this is kind of early on. I thought it was ending. I give it a 1.75. Ah, I was wrong. Um, I admire the artistry because it kept on going. Uh but just nothing to really truly grab onto. Also, it got a point two five boost for whatever Gary has written down. I'm dying <laughs> to hear it. So realistically, this song is a, a one and a half, so yeah. an, an average song. It got a fucking extra point uh, quarter boost because of whatever the fuck he's written down. Ah, now, here's the issue. Uh, talk about overstaying a welcome. Man, did this song do that. Uh, maybe this is closer to a 1.25 after the, after the fucking 14th change in music. Um, okay. After the Eagle scream, it's officially a one still a 0.25 Gerald kicker. So this song is really like a 0.75. I totally missed the Eagle scream. Oh, you didn't hear that (laughs) thing in the fucking end. Yeah. It made me laugh fucking hysterically. I couldn't stop laughing. It was, I, 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 once that happened, that was it. it. It officially, it lost me, but Go ahead, Gary. <clears throat> Might be a record. I give no shits about this song like 0.5 seconds in. I often wonder what goes through a person's head before they make something like this. How do they lay it out? How do they explain it to others? How do they keep going for 25 minutes with the song? <laughs> the song ended... Th- now I'm just going off the cuff. The song ended like three times. To the point where we had no, to the ask... the song didn't end three times. You wanted it to end. No, 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 no. no it ended no, like... No, no, no. I, had I, gave, I gave this three different scores. Yeah. <laughs> I, same. Legitimately same. It went from a 1.75 with a kicker yeah. to a 1.25 still with a kicker down to a one with a kicker. Yeah. So in other words, like... It ended, really... it ended at one point and then it went on and we didn't really say anything. Then it ended a second time and me and Ray, me and Ed looked at each other I it was and then done. it went back again and we both looked at you and said, it's not done? And you're like, no, there's more. So it ended like three different times. But it's not that it ended with like and came back with the same style of music. Like no, no, no. Like I've heard songs, even the song I had. Like it should have ended probably a little bit earlier, but it comes it comes in with one more round of the exact same thing. Still a little repetitive, but whatever. This would come back with a different song. So I I thought it was like a new song, 
And then you well, hear the vocals were, and you're like, no, that's still the same shit. There was like three different... <laughs> it's, like, it's so there was a, one point where fucking Amadeus came in and I'm fucking did a fucking it. keyboard. You all up. <laughs> Amadeus came in, gave the keyboard fucking solo. Yeah, so that weird. went long. And then, then when it was finally over, we we knew it was finally over because the whole fucking completely left turn that you took with the music yeah. choice. Mm, yeah. So that's how we knew it was over. Yeah. It was... Uh, so what's your what's your rating here, Gary? I, actually, I gave it a one because it made me think about what goes through this douchebag's head when he has to literally explain to the engineer, this is what we're going to do. He's probably the engineer. That's the- I, I would hope so because I would hate to be the fucking guy in the control room that has to be like, oh... So you want to do a 25-minute keyboard solo in the middle of the song? Sure, go right ahead. <laughs> this might be one of the worst things I've ever heard you play. I would rather hear, I, I would rather hear gargle fucking vocals than hear like, a song that fucking goes on for 27 minutes. By the way, this is exactly why this song got it. Whatever the fuck it, it was, whatever score it got, it got a guarantee. Because now it makes me more mad to think about how the song almost ended. You, you guys ever see Lord of the Rings: Return of the King? Mm-hmm. That movie. No. That movie literally ends like three different times and like there was one point where the movie ended like you thought it was over right and I went to go see it with Arnie I think like the opening weekend like we get up and start walking out and then no it, was, like, it comes back on the screen and it's still an hour and 25 minutes worth of fucking uh, movie Oof. it's like one of that shit Oof. tell me it's not funny looking at the shadow of Gary's face in the fucking it's amazing <laughs> see <laughs> if you didn't spoil it See I would be looking at that And I'd be like What the fuck is that Because I didn't know That you would have had that I would have turned around And then we would have had All that on the fucking On the podcast yep. Oh man I came here earlier today After I got my haircut mm. To put that on there So it, we, it wouldn't be like A ruined surprise And guess who ruined the surprise Oh well It's okay Spoiler Still fucking funny Go ahead Steve Alright we all got honey decked uh, some typical black metal until this weird hip hop drum comes in and shit goes haywire in a good way. Guessing this is uh, Dotheim's God. You got it. Um, oh, this is that shit you bought from fucking. Yep. This is the singer of fucking Hex Vessel. This is Matt McErney. Yes. This is his first project, I believe. What the fuck? I have no idea. Yeah. That's the same dude from Beast. Beast. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Weren't you guys just talking about this fucking guy in the fucking thing? Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing in everything else he does. I like this. I so, like the whole album as a cue. Is I, the rest of the album like this? It's yes. It's weird and fucking very fucking trippy. <laughs> um, I dig the section with the surf guitar tone, and it gets more out there from there, but mm. in a good way. This never felt disjointed, although I could have done without everything post-piano, Yeah, which drops it from a 2.7 to a 2.5. Although, God damn it, I don't know. This little <laughs> nursery rhyme sounding key section kind of kills. Fuck it. Back up to a 2.7. <laughs> well, shit. They just gave me a hearing test. And it's still going. This last part was uninspired and needless. I think the hearing test was what he thought That's was That's what I was talking about, Eagle Scream. Oh, okay. <laughs> to me, it just sounded like a fucking That's what I, test. yeah, I just yeah. used the Eagle Scream. Yeah. Yeah. The, the last part was uninspired and needless and just uh, there to be there. So yeah. it dropped down to a 2-3. Yep. How the fuck does that get a 2-3 from you? But like, because this is what I liked. Are I we really going liked. back to the, uh, were you guys arguing? Or about it makes no sense. <laughs> It's because it's I really irrational. I really liked everything until the the after the piano. Yeah. But then the little nursery rhyme thing came in and it brought it back up. You even liked the fucking the piano solo? That was like forty five seconds. Yeah. Too much. You like this, but like if a song has a hint of a fucking alarm clock riff, it's a one five. That yes. makes zero sense. Yeah. Zero sense. This is why last week we had such an in depth discussion. Well, the hearing test thing brought it down. Yeah. For a point four points. But mm. it still sniffed the two. 
It's more than a two. Yeah, but yeah. St- it shouldn't even be in the fucking. I'm so I like the majority of I love that this is this. causing so much controversy. I like the majority of it. Yeah. Look, I liked elements of it. it yeah. Like, I was okay with it at the very beginning with the hip hop beat and all that stuff. Like, I actually was 100% okay with that because you guys are going to understand, too. I listen to shit with, like, weird stuff in it. Like, I, uh, I listen to a lot of bands with, like, electronic breakdowns and stuff. But the difference is so, like, if I would play something like that I enjoy like that, it's part of the song. And it's like, that's the breakdown. And then it goes back to a normal song. Guaranteed you two would fucking tear it apart. You two listen to this fucking nonsense. It makes zero fucking sense. I didn't it's think tr- it was disjointed until it's a so the whole thing. The whole thing. There's nothing on this. Every There's there's 30 seconds of a song for 10 minutes. I disagree. How long was this goddamn song? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Jesus. I felt every second of it. <laughs> yeah, it even lost me, man. I, I Like, again, I... I get the artistry and like i'm somebody that likes a, i'm starting to be get, getting into like a little bit more like noise stuff too but this is beyond me man I, my problem with it is it's just there's too many ideas you gotta you gotta pick one you gotta give yourself some kind of a fucking direction why though because it's irrational that's not how like music is supposed to there's theory behind music yeah so there's theory that's why i don't like fish because it's just a, it's just a dude idea. every time you go to see them i'm okay with like riffing and adding a little bit once in a while but like if if the band can't play the same it was almost solo like, twice on stage. That's where it loses me. That's why I don't like jam band shit. I think everything made sense up until the keyboard part. Like, it didn't feel disjointed. And then it did a little bit, but a couple of the disjointed sections I still liked and a couple I didn't. Yeah. But everything up until that keyboard part, I didn't feel was disjointed. It, it was almost like they together. had an idea for the song, right? And they threw it all in a fucking hat. And then they picked one out. And then they recorded half of it and then said, you know what? Let's go back and double dip and take out another idea. And then when they're done, they took another idea. And He's, then they took another idea. That's, that's I actually, pretty much what they did. Yeah, and that's, I'm, I feel Gary's pain on this one. Because, like, again, I, I mean, I don't think everything has to be, like, hook, chorus, bridge, hook, chorus, bridge. Like, I don't think it has to be like that. But at the same time, like, there's, again, there were parts that had me. It really did. There were parts that really had me. And then it just, I also... I don't know, here's where I get, like, you have your thing, Ray has this thing that, like, yours did you guys, I don't like the fucking, you think it's done thing, that really drives me nuts. If it's, if it comes back and there's a reason for it to have a big build or a big comeback and, like, I'm okay with that, fuck it, speaking of which, Chinese Democracy, there's a lot of that on that album. That album has, like, 15 different things in every single song, which we should talk about later on. I've never listened to it. I Maybe. listened to it for the first time the other day because Glenn has been hyping it up for years to me, and ever, so did Kevin used to hype it up too. There's a lot of good stuff in it. The problem is you can tell that the album came out 10 years too late. You can tell that some of the album was written in the 90s, right around when Nine Inch Nails was really big, and then you can tell the rest of it was written in the well, mid-2000s. Ideally, he's been writing that fucking album since 91. But you can tell that it wasn't... It went through a lot of phases. You can tell that it wasn't written steadily from 1991. Tell different ideas. You, you can mm. tell that it was... And you can tell that different musicians wrote parts and he just kept them and fired them after he didn't like them anymore. And you can tell... And none of it made sense. That None of that album makes sense. It's not a terrible album. It's better than St. Anger, but it's not a good album. It's not what everybody fucking raves it to be. You guys are crazy. If you I enjoy the album, album, but I... And Glenn was right... It got uh, it didn't get a fair shake because it came a, out ten years too late because it was Guns N' Roses and it fucking took like twenty three years for it to come out. If it came, it's out- the same thing with like fucking um what is it fucking the that solo that Zach De La Rocha never put out. If he put that out today, from when he left fucking Rage to put that out, if that came out today. Everybody would say it sucked and wouldn't give it a shot because fucking no. You, you I look at you look that. at the time because he also hasn't made an, a public douche of himself like this guy has. Like Axel was enemy like public enemy number one for a long time. 
because the rest of the band went on to make a credible band. Like, well, I mean, I mean yes. let's be real. Like, they went on to make two credible albums with a different singer that's also a douchebag. Like, Scott Weiland wasn't a good guy. That's why, like, he couldn't survive in any bands that he was in. Phenomenal singer, douchebag of a human being. Most frontmen like that are. <laughs> I mean, like, well, I'm sure a lot of like, them have to do with the fucking drugs. Yeah, well, heroin addicts tend to be douchebags. They do a lot of shitty stuff. Kurt Cobain, one of them, still love him. Phil and Selma, one of them, still love the guy. But, wow. like, a lot of those guys, that's what they do. Frontmen, typically, especially powerful frontmen like that, are Kurt dickheads. was murdered. I agree. And Phil's a Nazi. He's not. He just makes poor decisions sometimes when Nazis, he's drunk. Nazis, no Nazis. Last time I checked... We've all made poor decisions when we were intoxicated. Have I? I know I have. Have I? Well, I'm sure you have. At some point or another. Even if it was a sugar high. Come on there, fucking... Anyways, that's, what I, mean, that's what I mean by, like, dis- disjointed. Like, again, I liked a lot of... The, I respect the artistry on it. I really do. I can I can see where he's going with certain things. So maybe I'd have to hear more of it. Mm. What are we talking about? This, this, this thing, I'm going back to this song. Yeah, because okay. it made me think about it. Keep going. I just want the wire so we're ready. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm done because I'll just keep on going. But I'm going to say maybe if you heard the album from start to finish, you would think of it in a different way. Quite possibly. There's yeah. a lot of that with a lot of stuff we listen to. Yeah. So go on to the third track. Ed. How many 10-minute songs does this fucking asshole have on the album? Not no all one, of them are 10 minutes. No, and this guy, a lot minutes. of them are long, because Hex Vessel's like that. There's Eight minutes, you know. Um, all right, immediately, I put, uh, immediately, whatever this is after the last song is starting out with a three. It can only hurt itself. Um, I put uh, digging the lyrics, a few really cool lines in it that I was really enjoying. So not only vocally, but lyrically, I liked a lot of what was going on in the song. Uh, I didn't take many notes because I was actually truly just enjoying the song. Mm. This one actually really, truly did keep its three. It would have ended up as a three without the jokes aside because mm. I really did enjoy the song a lot. Cool. I put Here Comes the Famous Ray Curveball. Nice mellow song, short and sweet. I give it a 2.5. There you go. Nice. All right, from that to this. Mm. Is this countrified Beck? It almost sounds like Beck. It's not Beck. Um, this is okay. Not enough to make my fire pit playlist, but not bad. Mm. Was that a fucking didgeridoo I heard at the end in the Probably. background? Yeah. 2.2. Cool. This is uh, Blitz and Trapper. The name of the song is Dead Billy Jean, and it's a single right now off of something coming out. Dead Billy Jean? Dead Billy Jean. When was this he released? Said it, he said it like 10 times in the song. Yeah, he definitely did. He said it a lot in the song. I wasn't. I was still fired up from the fucking This is released song. in 2020. Wow. It's a had, single. It had a very nice 70s... Uh, you know what it reminded me of? Almond Brothers. Yeah. It got a, a lot of um, Midnight Rider feel to it. Gotcha. Listen to fucking Gary. Listen to the big brain on Gerald. Listen. Little uh, Almond Brothers. I figured I'd end it peacefully. You gave us a good talking point. I, again, I've said this, I said this on the last show. I like being able to talk about music. And I like to be able to talk about music once in a while sober. Because then I can coherently make my point. Or sometimes, like, we just ranted a little bit, but all of it, I feel like, was a topical discussion. Yes, it was. Or sometimes, when we're drinking, shit gets a, a little off the rails, yeah. gentlemen. All right. Steve's up. All right. We're doing it live? We're doing it live. We're just going for it. It's live, brother.
County back during the war, smallpox and Comanches took most of my family, left my poor mother, my brothers, and me. So I had in For the blockers, they were contracting herds on the Montana range in the spring of the year '82. We left old Lamb Passes with 2,000 steers. For the little big horn, crossing large trails, there were many great rivers, all to be crossed. Not a bridge would we find in the cold, rolling waters. And the wild plunging cattle. There was many a young man took leave of his life.
across that dawn's store Into the Indian nation Saw the blood on the rocks Those cowboys had died Then it's on the Fort Dodge On the Arkansas River Where gamblers and the boars All welcomed us there And the great snow-capped peaks We're on our left side now For many Silent land When I first saw Montana I knew I would love her I would ride her great ranges Till the end of my days She's all cut and dry now And the trails are all gone I've been to Yellowstone Park In an automobile But I can still see them swimming Boys, I can still hear them running I came off of the trail When cowboys was king My name is Bob Fudge I died in Montana
I could see that you were uh, 
Even up that one. I was just gonna come in with something so it wasn't dead air, but you, you beat me to it. Brother, I'm I'm on top of that one. There's nothing better than a blah or a ooh. Yeah. Yeah, but what about song. when Racious his pants? We do that often at my house. It's like a mating call. <clears throat> it's such a that's such a terrible song. Disturbed is the worst band ever. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one thing we all agree on. Yes. They are the fucking worst. Like I don't but but what's worse, them mm-hmm. or Five Finger? In the realm of Five Finger and all that. I, th- I, I would rather Disturbed listen to Five Finger than I Disturbed. Have, I haven't really heard them other than maybe one song. So Five Finger? I, yeah, so I yeah. got to go with Disturbed. Yeah, me yeah. too. I just I can't do David Draymond, man. He takes himself way too seriously. Oh, yeah. That dude lives the gimmick. Yeah, but we all just we all should get that Disturbed tattoo. He just walks around. We what? all he walks Disturbed to tattoo. Like that, yeah, the guy from Disturbed, and it's like the <laughs> It just says Disturbed singer. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I still look at that and laugh all the time. I saved that because that's something that like might eventually happen. Yeah, why you not? Ca- you can't not laugh at that fucking tattoo. It's so fucking funny. You know, even if it wasn't written, I could just look at that and go, "That guy looks like a disturbed." Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the only the two best shitty tattoos that I've seen in a while are that one and uh, anything the... Johnny Mon has. Oh my god. <laughs> No, the uh, the other one. The work's I, beautiful. The, just... uh, the other one that I put up that was uh, that's like my dick can't. Uh, you can hate me, but you can't. Un- no, you can unfollow me, but my dick won't unsuck itself or something. Makes me laugh my ass off. I've had people do that. <laughs> Both. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ray just went to grab something. Oh, mojitos. Ooh, Ooh la la. Oh. Nice. Uh, you know what? I haven't tried this one yet. Have it? No, no, no. I don't yeah. want the whole. I don't want the whole thing. You sure? Yeah, just pour like a little tiny bit in the glass. I just want to see what it tastes like. I don't want the whole thing. Gary, you know you sure do take up a lot of room for such a non-broad-shouldered man. He's got that wide stance. That's why that wide sit. I might end up stealing a glass of that scotch. I've never tried that, and I want to get a little sniff of that before it fucking disappears. More than welcome. I'm glad I didn't take a whole one. That's weird. You think it's weird? That, I'm not a that mojito is odd. The so mint, what? So what's a mojito? It's, it's mint, mint. mixed with uh, lime juice and uh, rum, supposedly, isn't it? Is no, it it's tequila. Rum? Tequila. Yeah. Mojitos are like very refreshing. They're mm. kind of known like down south. You crush up or you muddle a mint, and it like gives it like a real fragrant, like cool taste. I'm not real big in it. I like fresh mint on things, but like I've never really been the idea that's never really been my thing. Yeah. But that Cayman Jack, I drink those all the time, the regular ones. Oh, dude. Life hack. Get the fucking twelve pack of cans. Not only are they bigger, because these are only eleven point two, mm. the cans are twelve ounces. But they also come in a twelve pack. So life hack, you get more booze. I almost brought uh Thank you for that, Eddie. I thought about buying a bottle of it's like pre made old fashioned that's made with Buffalo Trace and it's but it's pre bottled old fashioned. Nice. Really? But yeah, it's like forty bucks, I think. I saw it for maybe next time. I've never fucked with the uh, the pre made like Jack and Cokes, like our gym, like Jim Beam. Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, but I have a feeling I wouldn't like it though. I like I like the way I make things when I make. It. I've never been a big Coke or a cola and whiskey guy. Yeah, I like ginger ale and whiskey. Yeah, fucking my favorite thing in the world mm-hmm. is like whether it's you know Jack Daniels or typically it's Evan Williams because I don't feel like spending the money. Jack Daniels is so overpriced. Oh yeah, it's. Insanely overpriced. Well, at this point, aren't you just paying for the name? One hundred percent. That's all it is. Number one. Yeah, when's the last time you took a shower? You got black shit all over your face. (laughs) Oh man. All right, now that we're all sitting back down and we discuss what a a mojito is, uh, let's go. Who wants to go first? Just go with Gara. 
Gerald. 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 This is trans name. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! We just found a whole new lane for Gara. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right. All right. I put. I'm getting an Iggy Pop vibe. About a minute in, it wants to take a turn to the dark side. Please don't let it happen. Please. The song can't figure out what it wants to be. Not like the second Ray pick, but it's all right. I give it a 1.2. Yeah. Good, Ray. All right. I put has a cure goth feel to it. Then it gets a little heavy unexpectedly. Mixes mixes it up good. Gets a little bit more grungy towards the end. Uh, lead was a pleasant present. I give it a 2.75. Cool. Little post punk. Obviously, I love the style of music. I listen this to this stuff all the time. This must be the song that you you uh, switched up when you heard my first song. Yep. Uh, love the style of music. Digging the thick bass. Um, oh, nice swerve there with the with the the heavy change. Mm. Um, the heavy section has a cool groove to it too. It, it, there was like a hint of Dimebag Daryl in there. There was like a like a, a harmonic or something this guy was doing. Mm-hmm. That was it was like early Pantera. That was really cool. Um, nice little mix. And then they had a really nice break that was very master of puppets. Like the drums and the guitar work reminded me of like master era Metallica for some reason. Um, I'll have to listen to it again, see if I pick up on either of those. That, that never crossed my mind before. The the When it was heavy, there was like a groove to it. Like there was a specific rip, but there was like a bend or like a harmonic or something that the guy was doing that it gave it the groove. And it's like the most known groove bend is that's Dimebag. It's like yep. the number one. So I always go to that, and uh, the Master Puppets. It was more the drums. It, it was very. Um, it, it, the drums sounded like Metallica to me, but like either Injustice for All or like it had like the snare drum and the bass, the bass kick, um, and even the guitar work. It had like a thrash riff to it. It was <clears throat> like that style of era. So uh, also, uh, the solo was a sweet little topper to it. Also, so two point seven for me as well. So pretty much matching Ray. Cool. I like the song. This is a band called Anathema. Uh, the name of the track is Sleepless. This is from the early 90s. Okay. Um, How do you spell Anathema? Anathema. A-N-A. Oh, Anathema? Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's Anathema, but yeah, yeah Anathema. That's S- how, yeah, yeah. S-H-I-T-T-Y-M-U-S-I-K. There you go. I added a K because it was a little dirty. K-K-K, that's gag style right there. Uh Oh, yeah, they they're uh, they're a weird band because they started off as kind of more on the gothic side of death metal. This is more gothic than mm, normal yeah. they normally do, and now for probably the last twenty years they're more of like a real soft ambient kind yeah. of band. So they've gone through a lot of phases. So is this uh, new stuff? No, this, this is, is like old stuff? early nineties. Yeah, gotcha. like ninety one, ninety two, maybe. Uh, they must be from Europe. Yeah. There's just a that that synth like post punk thing was real 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 big. I mean it's back now. There's a lot of that. I just found like four new bands that yeah. are all very solid. <clears throat> but it's uh that mix of it. You don't, I'm surprised that it was that early night. I mean the th- the thrash part of it. No, cause that's it reminded me of, like mid '80s thrash. Uh, but good stuff. Uh, go ahead, Gary, with the second song. <clears throat> Let's see. I put nice old school vibe. Gives me a Quentin vibe. I can picture this playing as Kurt Russell drags Jennifer Jason Lee around on a horse and buggy in The Hateful Eight. I gave it a nice 2.75. Ooh la la, Gary. I got some old country folk. Good guitar in the background. 
keys were also a nice touch definitely an old western theme going on good fire pit tune song had a nice slow build i give this a three cool but a uh, little old school country lyrics are great some nylon string guitar in there i think i can hear in the background i dig which i, I fucking love the sound of a nylon string guitar when it's done right so i'm pretty sure that's what that is uh, guitar work in general is fantastic. It has a southern western or southwestern picking style that's really nice. It's almost like mariachi, um, but it's not. Uh, so really, really cool, like you know, border of Texas style um, music. And then, it, I mean, fuck man, it rounded out with some harmonica. It had some slide guitar uh, near the end. This thing, I like, liked it because there's a lot of elements that kind of just came in out of nowhere in this song. But they all fit. No, yeah, that's what I'm normally saying. you don't that's hear that. Thing. Yeah, normally yeah. you don't hear that many in one of these kind of songs. It's like normally one or the other because they don't they won't add those many. It started off elements. bare bones and good storytelling too. Yeah. If anyone caught what, oh, what I was, it was listening about. to the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, it was it was great lyrically. Um, I put this a, a very full spittoon three. You see Ding. how this song made sense compared to the one that you picked. <laughs> it's different. Uh, it's <laughs> a little, uh, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, this, uh, I mentioned, I think I mentioned it last week. This is Cult of Wall. That's what I thought this I was. I mentioned he was putting out a new album. Um, this, this isn't part of the new album, but he put out a seven inch this year too. Um. Coulter? Coulter Wall. C-A-L-T-E-R? Yep. yep. All right. Um, I've said it before. He sounds like an old man. He's like 23, yeah. 24. Really? I love yep. this guy. Jesus. Yeah. Cool Name man. of the song is Bob Fudge. I'm pretty sure he's got a music in. Um, I found him through. I think it sounded familiar. I just couldn't place it. I've I've played him on the podcast before. Yeah. We talked about him before. I think he did a couple of songs on the Heller uh, Heller High Water soundtrack. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm almost that positive might be where I that heard. Would, it would fit. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure that's where. Because almost heard. all of his songs that they're not like what you would think of country. It's more like old west. So, uh, Gary. Gara, Gary, I don't know. I want to keep on calling you Gerald, but then I stop. Uh, maybe I'll just look it up. Uh, I was gonna say look, fact, fact check that for me, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's on there. I'm pretty sure Sturgill Simpson's on there. Um, and sounds there's like an, one to check out. Great movie, by the way. In case mm, that soundtrack's seen it, that soundtrack's fucking amazing. That movie's one of my favorite movies in the past. Like, Are they? Years. Is it music that's in the movie, or mm -hmm. is, is it? I thought it was I a show. Never noticed. No, no. Hell or High Water is a movie. You're thinking of some uh, Hell and. I know what you're talking about. It's on like AMC or something. Yeah, yeah. or AMC no. or something like that. I yeah. No, this is a movie. I think it's by the dude, the he sheriff in uh, Sons of Anarchy, right? Yeah, from the first two seasons. The young guy. The yeah. young sheriff. <clears throat> and that's why... Uh, Old Square Joe. Yeah, that's why he left because he went to do the... He did three movies. He seasons. was murdered. Well, that's why he left. The All three of them are great, too. Yeah, they're phenomenal movies. Uh, Wind River Yeah, is one of them. This one. Behind, Place Behind the Pines? Yeah. Yeah. He yep. did Place Behind the Pines? Yeah. Damn. That's the first one. Then he did this. Then he did Wind, Wind River. Which all all fucking three of them are I haven't seen that phenomenal. in a long time, yeah. though. Which one? Uh, Place Behind the Pines. That's a fucking swerve and a half, that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like an interesting soundtrack. I'd like to... I'll mm. look it up right I now. I don't know if that's on vinyl. The, the score for that movie is phenomenal, too. If you actually listen to any of it. Well, Ed's looking that up, Ray. If you want to talk about the third track, we'll go out of order a little bit. All right, uh, I got uh, fast-paced guitar riffs. Uh, the song is catchy, has an old-school thrash feel. Uh, lead takes off nicely in this song. Guitar chugging and some drums are a nice outro. I give it a two and a half. Cool. Gara? When Steve changed up his picks, I wish this was the one that was left on the cutting room floor. Point five. The cutting room floor. All right. Yeah, it's a fucking term. All right. Use it every once in a while. 
<laughs> like when so you're picking quick. your own music. <laughs> like the middle song. All right, so Nick Cave did all the score. Okay. Which makes sense for that movie. Yeah. And he um he wrote a bunch of original songs like for it. This out oh, this is phenomenal. Towns Van Zant, uh Ray Willie Hubbard, Waylon Jennings, phenomenal. Mm. Coulter Wall and Chris Stapleton's the one I was thinking of. Not not Sergio Simpson. That the fucking Chris Stapleton song, Outlaw State of Mind, is Fucking unreal! That song is amazing. So I knew that Calder. This is how is I is that on it. Spotify or is that some of it is. I don't think it's an official soundtrack no. on there. I think somebody put it together. If you yeah. look it up, I, I it comes up. Like if you just literally look up Hell or High Water soundtrack, it pops up. So I, it might be the whole thing. Maybe that's how I've heard it. But I know I like there was there's a specific the fucking yeah I think somebody I don't know Hell on High Water playlist Hell or High Water it just yeah Hell or High it. Water playlist. So if they, know, it, if they the do original, have a soundtrack, it's this probably is the original not movie out soundtrack. There. This is the original movie soundtrack. On there? Yeah. It's on oh, there, actually? Right. Yeah. And you can play it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Spotify, Gary. I know, because sometimes if you like Google it, it'll show you a Spotify link, and then when you go to play it, it doesn't let you play it. Is that mine? That certainly doesn't sound like anything from that fucking movie. It's not me, buddy. Oh, I didn't even know I was playing something. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even know Damn, how, how many mojitos have you had? Just one. Still playing. Is it? No, yeah. that's me. Oh, somebody's playing. That <laughs> fucked me. me up. That made me think I was still <laughs> playing it for a second. Why don't you just put your volume off? The only oh. song that's not on there is Towns Van Zandt, Dollar Bill, uh, Dollar Bill Blues, but I think that's because that's a uh, written thing. So yeah, it's, it's actually in there. The and the reason why that might on. happen to you because you might not pay for Spotify. So some things you can't get. Oh yeah, maybe. It. It's called Consequences. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, no! I'm on a family plan. All right, all right, hold on. No, Ray. The album is not called Consequences. That's the fucking... Take a chill pill, it's, That's Hell the Devil's High Water. It's Hell or High Water, the movie soundtrack. It, the, the vinyl is on Amazon for $50. Yeah. What's the movie about? Just got to watch it. No, no, no. You well, got to... Look up the just synopsis. listen to uh, a song. Yes. What do you think it's about? There we go. Just just give me a synopsis. All right, I'll read it right now. Ready? No, no, don't read no, it. No, I'm going to read it. No, no, no I'm going to read the synopsis. No, because yeah. no, no, I'm going to read it. No, because no, I'm going to read it. He read the no, fucking no holds barred synopsis, which they give you probably on IMDb, and it gave the whole fucking movie away. Yeah, well, he's fucking Not really. No, he he read the plot. There's a difference. Synopsis. Where is it? Uh, never mind. I can't do that. <laughs> it's it a heist movie. Yeah, it is. All right, here we go. Ready? Uh, American neo-western heist film directed by David McKenzie and written by Taylor Sheridan. The film follows two brothers, Chris Pine and Ben Foster. Both of them Ooh, are phenomenal. Ooh, Ben Foster. Yeah, fucking dime piece, right? Uh, who carry out a series of... I bank- mean, I, I mean, I don't know. Fuck that one, but... He's got some fucking abs on abs, bro. You ain't never seen fucking X-Men, whatever the final one, where he's, he's the angel guy, and he fucking flows up, flies out the window. Abs on top of abs, You bro. think that that was real? His abs? Yeah. Yeah. That's what people work out and starve themselves. They could have sprayed them on. No. No, there's a difference. You yeah, but what if they do what Paul Stanley does? He shaves uh, a stuff in his yeah, well, his belly hair. Odorous Urungus used to fucking just paint them with, a, with like a marker. Well, Dave, Mark, Bro- well, Dave Brocky is, is awesome. It's <laughs> amazing. Uh, I didn't finish the synopsis here. Thank you. Uh, who, carry out a ser- uh, who carry out a series of bank robberies to save their family ranch while being pursued by Tex- two Texas Rangers, Jeff Bridges and Gil Birmingham. Gil Birmingham is, I think... In a bunch, I think he's in the other two movies too. He's an Indian guy. Is this a uh, a time period movie? No, it's set like modern time. Modern time. Just in like an, a Western town. 
Maybe I'll check it out. Dude, it's fucking unreal. The movie's so good. Uh, so it was written by Taylor Sheridan. That's what it is. He didn't direct them. He wrote. He wrote. Uh, <laughs> wrote them. And He's this is the guy, David from... Hale from Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Who wrote? He. I'll tell you right now. Ready? He wrote three phenomenal movies. Oh, he wrote Sicario. The first one. Yep. First one was good. Second one was eh. Uh, he wrote the first one. He wrote Hell or High Water, Wind River, and. The guy who, yeah, so maybe the maybe the Place Beyond the Pines is the guy who directed it. Maybe they did it together. All right. I could be wrong. I'll check it out. You can start reading it now. Nope, I'm going to keep on Stop reading. reading. Why don't you read the review of what you wrote for fucking Steve's third song? <clears throat> there you go. Okay. Like the open of this tune, kicks in pretty straightforward old school black and thrash. Uh, production is fitting and solid enough where nothing gets lost. Nice chug bridge. Like the pace changes in this song. Uh, I originally had it down as a two and a quarter, but it got a little bit of a bump, a bump ski from the solo to a 2.35. Cool. This is um, a band called Death Hammer. Song is Cold Winds of Death. Um, they're pretty solid. They have probably four or five albums. It all basically sounds like this. It's old. Is like, that new? It's newer, I think, yeah. 2018 maybe. Um, but all this stuff's like thrash or speed metal side somewhere yep. around there. They're pretty, always pretty solid. Cool. And that rounds it out today, guys. On to the next one. Can Gary yes. pick a movie out yet? Does anybody have any parting words? Um, Gary already picked a movie since we already played it three days before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you guys already picked the movie? No. No. It's a you, joke because these come out. These come out. These come out after the after the, the other show. Oh, what did you guys think of my pick? Good. It fucking sucked. Yeah, Best movie fucking... ever. My second song was better than that. <laughs> you are never allowed to say anything because you picked the crappiest fucking song of the of the weekend right now. Just know that that was the worst song that you anyone played all weekend. To you. To me, no. <laughs> I don't know. You're forgetting about your fucking opening track. It wasn't mine. <laughs> I didn't listen, pick that. Listen, Kara might have liked it. Who? Gara. Gara. Excuse me. Ka- you, you fucking can't even fucking bust my balls correctly. <laughs> All right, you honkies. We'll see you later. Peace.